The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today's episode is all about refocusing and pivoting. Yes, it will be focused on business, but you can use this in any area of your life where you would like to make a change and or if you have, you know, you've had to refocus basically a certain goal that you had in mind because at this type point in time in the world we need to refocus because yes, you know, last week I spent the episode talking a little bit about allowing ourselves to feel the emotions and all of that change and uncertainty and the fear that goes on in those times. But there comes a time where we start to then accept the situation. And what's really important is we then refocus our energy and our emotions or something that's going to serve us moving forward. So I thought I would do an episode on some key things that I would suggest when it comes to pivoting and, you know, some of the things that my clients are doing, some of the things that I'm encouraging them to do and the things that I'm doing for my business as well. So I am so, so blessed, like in honestly, like in the last week, I've had such deep gratitude for the ability to have my business work online. I decided early on that I wanted to social distance. And so the ability to then shift all of my meetings online was just so simple because majority of them were already over Zoom and online rather than face to face. And even though I absolutely love the in-person, like don't get me wrong, I love the in-person, so much of it, you know, can still be done online and it doesn't make any difference. So I think what's really, really been so highlighted to me this week on how important it is to be able to have multiple streams of income, as well as being able to shift your business online. And if you are not already online to make those changes quickly, so then you can continue to trade. And I must say, I'm so grateful for my incredible clients. Oh my goodness. This last week and a half has just shown me how I'm just surrounded by such incredible women and it's just been so fascinating and so empowering and so uplifting to see them pivot and shift with me and that yes we've all had our meltdowns we've all had our breakdowns we've all had our reaction to the situation but we haven't stayed there and we've allowed ourselves to decide what we want and move forward and so I wanted to be able to gift that with you for you today and share with you all the things that we're considering all the ways that we're allowing ourselves to look at things differently and allow it as an opportunity as a without being opportunistic obviously we want to make sure that we have the lens of the coronavirus in front of us before we decide what we want to share before we start to pivot but really having that lens of what's going on for our clients what's going on in their world before we supply or offer something of value to them so i want to share with you all of that so where do we start the first things first is reevaluate your situation have a look at everything from your finances from your timing from every element that you offer your offerings your services your products and start to look at what's the real situation here 
are you in a position where you can can continue to trade? Are you in a position where you would prefer and you think it's more financially important that you hibernate for a little while? Or is it really more important that you close? And I'm not going to give you that advice here. I think it's really important that for you, you know what's best for you and really start to come from a place of, am I doing this out of a place of fear or am I doing it from a place of love? Now, I know that sounds really weird to think about when it comes to business, but truly we are all doing things from a place of love or a place of fear. And with so much fear going around in the world, it can be very easy to check into the fear and make decisions from that place. And if you listen to last week's episode, you would have heard me say like, please, please get yourself back into a state of calm and level-headedness before you make those life-changing decisions. Because I really want you to start to think, you know, what's going to happen in six months time from now? It's not about what's happening next week. It's actually what's happening in six months. So when it comes to long-term decisions like that, and that is long-term in this climate right now, that when it comes to those long-term decisions, you really want to be making those those decisions from a place of love for your business, not from a place of fear. So if you are in a state of fear, please go back and listen to last week's episode, listen to the meditation, get yourself back into a beautiful equilibrium, and then come back and listen to this episode. The other key thing I would suggest you do is speak to your accountant. Go talk to them and ask them what is their advice? What do they suggest you do with all the financial information in front of you? What's the best outcome for your business right now? Because it may be to hibernate and that's totally okay. And it may be to close and that's also totally okay. Because when you make that decision from a place of love for you, your family, your friends and your business, it's more likely to be accepted. And yes, you will definitely go through a small grieving process or a large grieving process but at least you'll be able to make that decision and know that was the right decision rather than making it from a place of fear, doing it out of haste. And then in six months time going, what was I thinking? I totally could have kept trading. Now there's lots of other things that we need to consider here, but I really want you to want to help you refocus and then start to pivot. So if you decide that it's now time to pivot and it's time to innovate and start to think about things differently in regards to the way that you run your business, then definitely keep listening. And I've really been able to really lean into this with myself and with my clients, because even if my, even though my business is online, it's actually really made me think differently, this situation. So it's really made me think, okay, where have I been holding back? Where have I been using the excuses of I don't have time? Like situations like this really highlight our excuses, right? And this has been really prevalent for a couple of clients of mine that have been scared to get online and that have been holding themselves back for the fear of being on video, for the fear of, for whatever reason, these excuses that we were making to get online and to turn some of their services and products online, that this situation, this crisis has made them go, you know what, like, I have to let go of those excuses because it's not about me anymore. It's about survival and it's about the business continuing to run. And if that's what has to happen, then that's what I need to do. And it's been phenomenal to see them have that mindset shift and to just be go and just to go all in. It's just oh, awesome. I just love, love, love being a part of that journey with them. So you know, for some, it's actually kicking it up a notch, right? It's for some, it's like, you know what, it's game time. Like it's time to really start sharing and serving and, and gifting people with the knowledge that I have, because, you know, especially for all the, all you coaches out there, it is a very unique time in the world right now. And the world needs what you have to offer. 
These situations are unprecedented and people are going into major states of fear, meltdown, breakdown, depression, anxiety. And so if you are a coach that can help them with those situations, those challenges, then please continue to share. Please show up more. Please gift people with your tools and just continue to show up and support them through this challenging time. Like I said before, when we're not, it's not about being opportunistic. It's about that long-term vision. And I want you to think about where you want to be in six months time. And so it's not about being in people's faces and selling. That's not at all what I'm saying, but educate, gift, and share your knowledge, share the tools that you have to help support people through this time. They really need you. And then you may know, you may find that in six months time or in three months time or whatever the, the time frame is around the situation, they may be ready to do some deeper work with you and they trust you already. So they'll come back and work with you. So this is the time to really allow yourself to step up and to shine and be that light in the world and be the person that someone leans on that they want to check in with you every day. Be that person that people look to when they really want to start to think differently or they really want to start to really work on their emotions. Please be that person for them now. Okay, enough of my preaching. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the practicality side of things. And so the first thing is to just refocus where you're at We have evaluated your business. We've considered what the decision is. And if your decision is to pivot or to kick it up a notch, then now it's time to refocus. The goals that we had in mind before this crisis hit are most likely not going to be the same now. So what I want you to do is refocus and reduce the amount of time that you're going to be focusing on because we just don't know what's going to change. This thing is changing so constantly that it's almost difficult to keep on track, right? So what I would really suggest you do is refocus on your goals, decide what your action steps are going to be and allow them to be just for the next 30 days. So just create those goals for the next 30 days. I'm such a firm believer in 90 day plans and it's something that I am doing with my clients now, but the focus is mainly on the first 30 days because then it's a reevaluation at that 30 days for the next 60 and then for the next 90 because we just don't know what's going to happen and we don't know what's going to change. So we might find that in a month's time, things actually get better and then we want to up our goals, right? We want to improve our goal situation or they may get worse and then we also want to reevaluate what our next steps are. And I want you to get get as clear as possible as what that might look like for you. So if your business is quietened down now and you're going into a time where you think, well, okay, my clients aren't really spending money with me right now. And I'm going to actually do an episode on money mindset in times of crisis because I think it's really important because if you're having a belief around, and I had this conversation with a client recently around, if we have that belief that people aren't spending money at this time, please re-evaluate that thought and that belief because if you go out you can actually find the evidence that people are spending plenty of money people are spending money on groceries they're spending money on extra fridges and freezers they're spending money on couches they're spending money on tvs like i actually saw a stat yesterday around there's there's been a real spike in car window tinting and servicing your car like random right but people are like well i'm at home i've got to do those things that you know, if I've been laid off at work or whatever, if I have been told to work from home, I've got all of these things that I have been putting off that I haven't been doing. So I'm going to make the most of it, right? So it's not that people don't have money, right? Everyone has different priorities and people will spend that money based on their priorities. And I want you to start to think about, you know, if you're, 
if you have a thought around the fact that people may not be spending money, I want you to ask yourself, are you basing that on your situation or are you basing it on your ideal client situation? Because if your ideal client is in a situation already with that challenge, like if people have already lost their jobs and that's the situation, then you may want to actually reevaluate your ideal client for this period of time, right? Because maybe it's worthwhile focusing on a different ideal client at this point in time that you know has the money and that maybe has been given a redundancy or maybe is working from home and there's ways that you can serve them. You know, they still have their jobs and you can serve them on a on a great level that you know that they can pay. So just a thought there, but I'll do an episode on money mindset in crisis. So let's just park that for a bit. Okay, so First, first things first, we refocus on our goals. We set some clear, clear goals. And I mean like day to day, what are the steps you're going to take to focus on rebuilding or refocusing or pivoting your business? So deciding what it is that you would like to create in this time. I think the value that we can supply in this point in time is infinite. You know, there is so much that we can do. And if you find that things are winding down for you or you're a little bit quieter than normal, then maybe it's about utilizing this time really effectively to come up with something or to create something that by the end of this this crisis, you actually come out better on top of it, right? Maybe it's upskilling. Maybe it's working on the things that you've really been wanting to work on. Maybe it's spending time working on your mindset. Maybe it's time working on your money mindset. There is so many things that you could be doing in this time. So I'm going to actually do a whole other episode on that too. So I'm not going to go into that right now. Okay, so business, let's focus on that. So we've, we've decided to pivot. We've decided to either kick it up a notch or refocus our business. So what do we do first? My suggestion is first, focus on your clients, your existing clients. The most important time, they're also experiencing all this. So please make sure you're checking in with them, making sure that you are letting them know that you are there to help them. And if there's anything that they, you can do for them right now, please like please ask that question. I think it's really important and know that this is a time to actually over-service your clients. So being mindful that, you know, what could you do for them? What could you create for them? What could you supply for them that would really make their lives much easier? I would really focus on that first. The next part is focusing on your past clients. So I would check in with your past clients, making sure that they're okay. They may need to work with you again. They may need to, they may need further support from you. So check in with your past clients, spend a little bit of time doing that and making sure that you're staying on in touch with them. Then check in with your audience, making sure that you stay present. One of the things that I was talking to another client about this, this the other week, that if she had to close her business, yes, we're talking about all different ways to pivot and be online, but please don't disappear. You know, one of the fear, one of the things that people are going to notice is that if you disappear offline, if you're very active normally on social media and then you disappear, people will notice that. Not only that, if you disappear for a period of time, say 30 days or something like that, like even if you hibernate, like if you hibernate your business, one, I'd be communicating it to your existing and past clients, but then I would actually be communicating it to your audience that, and stay, like stay present because your hibernation period should be focused on your warm up period and it should be focused on brand awareness and staying present in people's minds. So then when you're back up and running fully, you actually then have something to offer. People are ready and willing to actually spend money with you because you've stayed there throughout the crisis. So please don't disappear. So once you've checked in with your existing and your past clients, you want to make sure that you add any services that you may need to to work with them even, even more in, impactful. Then you want to review all of your services and offerings. 
are there any of those servicing services offerings or products that are irrelevant right now are there some that you need to remove do you have any marketing campaigns out now out there that right now that are a little bit insensitive with this light with this lens of the coronavirus crisis so really starting to think like what have i got out there right now what's what are my opt-ins are they even worthwhile right now are they really relevant because it's time to then pull them back out I mean, pull them down. Do I have past opt-ins or past services or products that I had previously that actually are more relevant now? So just starting to look at those things and starting to notice what is it that I could actually repurpose? What could I bring to more light? What can I add? What can I remove? Because, and this is even really you know unique for me, like I've looked at some of the things, like I have a quiz of what's holding you back. Now that quiz is irrelevant right now because everyone is in fear. So people are reacting very differently now to a month ago. So what's really important is I'm going to take that away and I'm going to create something different that is really supporting clients right here, right now. And I'll let you know once that's ready. So once you've reviewed all of that, you reviewed your marketing plan. What I've noticed recently is that people haven't been reviewing their marketing and their sponsored ads that are out at the moment. And some of them are a little bit insensitive. So just being, and they just don't know have the, they don't have the lens of what's going on for their clients right now. And they're not stepping into their client's shoes right now and really considering how are they feeling and that the copy and the marketing speech really just isn't landing really nicely. So just consider that as well. Then what we want to do is focus on your ideal client. What is it that they need right now? What support do they need? What products do they need? What services do they need? And how can you help them even more? So once you've reviewed that, and I would spend a good like, you know, hour or two hours on that, just writing out all of the things that they need, even if it's something that it's not that you offer, okay? Because what's really important is, I'm gonna come back to this in a minute, but we wanna make sure that we get all of those things right down on the paper right now, so we can start to have a really beautiful overview of what's going on for them in their world. And once you've done that, then you can start to look at other opportunities within your business that maybe you hadn't considered before or that weren't even there before this crisis hit. Then you want to review your website, your social media platforms, and any Facebook groups or any groups that you have that you think uh, you need to refocus or whether you close them down or whether you need to change the copy or anything like that that you think that needs to have a review that needs to look at things with the lens of the coronavirus. Okay, so let's talk about different pivoting ideas. So obviously, first and foremost, if you don't have a website, you need to get one right now. If you don't have social media platforms, then you need to make sure that you have them. You need to exist online. This crisis has absolutely highlighted our need to make sure that we are online and present. That they've really turned lemons into lemonade. Like when you think about crises like when China had a massive downturn it was one of the birth of Alibaba now Alibaba is one of the biggest online platforms for like selling products it's over there it's crazy right so and then there was uh, Airbnb right they started in a crisis where there was no accommodation available where around concerts now that was a huge crisis but it was born out of necessity which is really cool when you start to look at things like okay so in this time in in this in this crisis right now, what is necessary for human beings? What could we create? What can we add in regards to value that is going to be a benefit to our business, right? So, and that's not thinking from a place of being opportunistic at all. It's being innovative, but still staying ethical, obviously. 
And then look at Uber, which completely disrupted the taxi industry, right? The taxis was just cruising along, making their money, doing their thing. And then Uber decided to come along and really disrupt the industry. And it really shook the taxi companies up, right? And it made them think how, how are they unique? How can they be different? How can they position themselves to be different? It really made them look at their business a little bit differently to really start to step up and add better service, right? So even though like they're not obviously, you know, some weren't born out of complete crisis, but it helps us look at it from a place of what can we create at a place of necessity and what, how can we pivot our business that's really going to be supportive of, for people in this time of crisis. So, okay, so let's look at a lot of different options. So let's talk first about events. Now, obviously I run events in Brisbane and what was really interesting, I don't even know why this played out like this, but um, I actually hadn't planned to, to do an event in April because it's Easter and it's school holidays and the date that I wanted to do it, which I normally do it on a second Wednesday of every month, it landed in school holidays. So I decided that I'm actually going to skip April and then come back in May. And so that was really interesting because on the night, like it was literally like three days before most of the crisis hit here in Australia. And, you know, I just let everybody know that to keep the date in May free, but we won't be doing one in April. And so I was so lucky that I was on that cusp that I was still able to run my event. And then all of this happened. And then so many people's events had to cancel. And you know, it's really interesting because we are in this place and time where we just don't know how long this is going to last. And so we need to pivot and we need to shift online. And what's interesting is because even though I actually hadn't planned an April event, I'm actually now thinking, how could I create something really unique, really different online that makes people really love and stay a part of love what you do and part of the community that they really want to be a part of it, right? So it's really made me think differently about it as well. And now I actually have a couple of clients that also run events. So it was about supporting them to go, okay, how can we shift online and what needs to be different? So what I've seen really well done is that I've seen some people continue on with the events and I've seen some some cancel. Now, you have to make that decision for yourself of what's best for you and your business. But if you decide to go online, there's two things I want you to consider. One is the price point. Some people have the view that because it is online, it needs to be at a reduced cost. Up to you if you'd like to believe that. You don't have to believe that. I think if you add enough value, then people will come. And I think that this climate will change that view as well. So in this situation, there's going to be there's going to be very soon a time where people really need that community. And the only way they're going to get that is because if we're social isolating, if we're self-isolating, if we're in lockdown, then we're going to need to get that online. Okay. And so if there is enough value, then people will pay it. So you need to decide what price point is best for you. But if you had a price point, like I was saying to my client the other day, like one of my clients is starting an events company. Now for her, she could start off fresh and start with a unique concept online and then turn it to in-person. Nobody else knows other than a few people that had booked tickets to her first event. Nobody else knows that that was the situation, right? So she could absolutely use this time to create something really unique online and then turn it in person once all this is passed. So the other element is that if you're already an existing event, so obviously my events are already existing, and if I were to turn them online, then I wonder whether I would reduce the price. But I'm actually thinking a different way around it is to go, well, what value would I need to add for it to be worthwhile for people to still spend the same amount of money? And that's where I want to come from. Think about what you can give, how you can support people, how you can make it even more impactful that they're like, I have to be there. I want to be a part of that. And 
that's where I like to come from. So totally up to you how you want to view it. If you, Even if you want to start off at a lower price point and then work your way back up, you could do it that way. But I think really think about from the place of value. When people see value in it, people will pay money for it and they will prioritize other things. They will prioritize your event above other expenditures. So really start thinking about what it is that you could do differently. And the same with speaking opportunities, right? So I've had quite a few speaking opportunities that are now not, they're just not sure if they're going ahead. And so they're put, they're postponing them. And so I think that once this, you know, if we end up going into lockdown and I really do hope we don't, that they continue on, right? No matter what, right? So I hope that they are able to do them in person, obviously. But if they don't, then I really do hope that they continue on. And now it's just about how can I reconfigure my virtual presentation to really keep that impact there and to make sure that they get the most out of it? Because I really want it to be worthwhile for sure. So starting to think about your speaking presentations and how can you make sure that they're continuing, but still make sure you have the lens of the crisis happening. So the plans that I had for some of these speaking gigs, I will need to reconfigure and start to think about how I can adjust some of the language or adjust the presentation based on the situation at hand. And now some of those are in May, so I need to wait and see. I'm going to literally am putting that on the back burner and I will plan those in the next few weeks because I really need to see what's happening in the, you know, in the world before we go and present. So how can you then turn any of your services online? So can you create a group program? Can you create an online course? Can you create some type of email campaign that's going to continue to support them? So start to think from your client's perspective. They still have the problem that you're helping them solve. So how can you solve it, but with a unique light, a unique way that still has the lens of this crisis on top of it, okay? So I'm just loving seeing all the PTs pivot to online. I'm starting to see like yoga studios go online. I'm starting to see this beautiful communities being created online, which is so awesome. I'm seeing beauty therapists turn their business online with product and then with product-based services that they can then do as a, a kit where they can do an at-home service. I'm seeing hairdressers turn online, which is so random and it's had a lot of backlash, but you know, to see some really big names in the industry actually turn things and create online hair coloring kits because people still are going to need their hair done. And I think it's really important because when it comes to our mental health, when we actually look good, we feel good. So, you know, all of these things, the exercise, the self-care, all of those types of things, I think is still going to be very important. And we need to make sure that we're still available for our clients and we can still support them through this time, no matter what. Now I want you to start to think about what collaborations could you create that would be really beneficial for your clients. So is this something that you do as an opportunity for like a marketing campaign or is it actually more of a service based where you you get together and you can add something so create something so unique with other businesses that people then want to spend money with you. So you know, I've seen clothing companies and like partner together. I've actually seen clothing stores who weren't online create an online store and then partner with four to five other clothing lines that aren't online onto this online space. I've seen a unique website being created for all the takeaway restaurants, all the restaurants that, again, don't have an online presence, but they want to be available to actually offer a takeaway. So I've seen a website being created where people can add their businesses, and it's a not-for-profit website where they can add their businesses on there and make sure that people are still available to purchase online, right? So they're still separate to like Uber Eats and, you know, um, all the other platforms, 
but specific to a location. So it's really building community in the city. It's just awesome. So start to see, you know, if there's anyone else in your industry, have a look at what's going on in the country. Have a look at what's going on in other countries in those industries and see what you could possibly adopt that might be really unique for you. And I'm not saying copy, but I'm saying take some cool ideas and innovate with those ideas and start to come up with your own. The best way to do that, I find mindset wise, is to get inspired first, feel into that passion, feel into that you know excitement and inspiration, and then sit down and write 20 to 30 different ideas and just don't stop, right? So when you get into that headspace, allow yourself to sit there with no distractions and write 20 to 30 to 50, if you can, different ideas of ways that you can pivot. And I guarantee you the first 10 will be pretty crap. But then, you know, you'll actually start to come up with some really unique ones and some you'll just completely discard and that's fine. But sometimes bad ideas lead to really good ideas. So just challenge yourself to sit there for a good 15, 20 minutes and just write as many ideas as possible. Is there any other online creation that you could put together that would be really beneficial to your clients right now, whether that be an online course, whether that be an email campaign, whether that be some form of online group community. So it could be a Facebook group. It could be, you know, getting online and doing group calls on Slack or on um, Zoom. There's so many different ways that you could go online. How can the, I'm even seeing some really incredible businesses create communities online that they just never had before that even though like at the moment, it feels like a beautiful supportive network that later on down the track, they could absolutely monetize. So it's, starting to think about things a little bit differently that yes have that lens of the coronavirus and have the lens of service but just know that you just never know where these things can lead and so when we start to take action from that place of love and that place of service we can create these unique pieces that will fit into our business so nicely and I think I need you to also have that lens of what's going to be in six months so where do you want your business to be in six months time and how does that fit in because what the other thing I'm seeing which is really sad is that people are acting out of a place of fear and they're making decisions out of a place of fear and either discounting their products way too low. So I just, you can see like they're they're just not going to be sustainable at that price point or they're offering outrageous, outrageous things that again will not be profitable in the long term. The other one is I'm seeing that it actually impacts their brand. So just be really mindful that making sure that the collaborations that you choose, any partnerships that you get on board with, that make sure that they really speak to your brand and really speak to your ideal client or else long term, it could be really quite detrimental. So just be mindful of that. Just be considerate of that. If you're not really sure, reach out, ask me. I'm more than happy to support you. So send me a message, whether that be on Instagram or Facebook or send me an email via my website. I'm more than happy to answer any questions you might have. And just start to consider your ideal client. If they would look at it and go, that doesn't make sense. Why would they be partnering with them? Then maybe reconsider. The other unique thing could be different forms of marketing partnerships, setting yourself up with any other affiliations that really might be worthwhile. Again, beneficial to your client and beneficial to your business. Make sure it's still on brand. It could be supporting yourself with any other form of income stream that would support your business. Now that could be part-time job. That could be another, you know, it could be network marketing. It could be anything that may actually support your income in this point in time to still support your business to stay in business in the long term. So please don't think that that's a failure. It's not at all. It's actually a very smart decision that if for whatever reason you're in a place where you've lost all income in your business, 
then it's absolutely, absolutely a great decision to decide to get part-time work or full-time work, whatever it is, right? And start to pivot in that way. Like that's totally okay. And everybody has that choice to make for themselves. And so please, if you see someone else make that decision, please don't judge them. You don't know their full situation. You don't know their what's going on behind the scenes. So please just let's support each other throughout this because I think it's really important that we keep that connection up and keep supporting each other and know that we're all here to support each other. So what are the possibilities? What possibilities are out there for you that you haven't considered just yet? Get yourself into a good feeling state, whether that's through exercise, through a little dance party, through a meditation, whatever it is, get yourself into a good state and start to consider what is this is this crisis giving you? What is it gifting you? What is it teaching you? And how is it allowing you to step up or do something different that will actually positively impact you and your life in the long term? We need to view this as a challenge. This is our opportunity to really see how we look at obstacles. This is actually an obstacle that we need to face and we need to overcome. So if we look at it as a major problem or a complete point of no return, then we need to start working on our mindset to shift that because again, this is absolutely no judgment. I really just want you to know that whatever decision you make is best for you, but please make it from a place of love rather than fear. Look at what possibilities are there and when we view it as a challenge, we can start to bolster that courage and that resilience and that ability to look at things differently, shift our perspective and take massive action. And I want you just to ask yourself, use this opportunity to grow and learn about who you are and how you handle these types of crises and think about where you could be in 90 days if you refocused and pivoted and innovated in your business. Where could your business be? Your business could be absolutely phenomenal. Your business could be coming out of the hibernation with a real view to success right? There are so many possibilities here that we can focus on that are going to keep us staying strong and focused on what we want to create in the world and keep us on purpose. So I really hope that this episode has supported you. And if you have any questions, please reach out. I'm more than happy to support you and would answer any of your questions honestly. And I do offer a 45 minute discovery call if you would like to spend that time to really brainstorm and come up with new ideas and start to look at things a little bit differently. If you're really stuck and you're finding that you're really struggling to get that perspective shift, then definitely book in a call with me. Honestly, it's not a sales call. It's just to really support you. It's what I'm doing for my clients right now. Every single one of my clients, I've given the opportunity to get on a call with me and let's just brainstorm and let's just look at things a little bit differently and what opportunities they possibly have here. So I want to offer that to you. If you feel like you need that and you really just need someone to look at your that fresh set of eyes on your business that will see things a little bit differently, then please jump to the website, christinecorcoran.com.au, head to the contact page and you can book a call right there and I would be more than happy to have a chat with you. But I wish you all the best throughout this time. Please stay safe. Please stay healthy. Please stay home and let's support each other throughout this time. I'll speak to you next week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.